0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that it's okay to quit things. Doing something indefinitely isn't a virtue if you've determined that it's not the best use of your time. I want to start this episode by saying that I know some people quit things left and right. Degree programs, jobs, exercise regimens, relationships, some people have trouble sticking with anything. This sort of flightiness can be challenging for other people to deal with, and in the long run, probably isn't much fun for the flighty people themselves. Overcoming challenges can give you incredible self-confidence. Fleeing from challenges does not. But if you're listening to a podcast about productivity, I'm guessing you're not the flighty sort. Like me, you probably pride yourself in setting out to do whatever you said you'd do. We're the sorts of people who repeat phrases like, winners never quit, and quitters never win. But sometimes quitting is the best choice. Time devoted to one thing is time not devoted to something else. In my own life, I've certainly seen this. I've stuck with projects I didn't enjoy and wasn't good at for all sorts of reasons. The money was decent. The people were nice. I didn't like the idea of quitting. But then, when I'd finally get around to moving on, a funny thing would happen. Some amazing new opportunity would appear in the next week. And I don't think this is a coincidence. Open space invites opportunity in a way that a cluttered calendar can't. When I'm busy, I don't schedule random calls or go to things. I don't leave space for serendipity. But serendipity brings some pretty cool stuff when she shows up. In any case, there are a few things you can think about if you're pondering moving on. First, in general, I like to be in a place where I can walk away from things, especially in the professional sphere. I've always prioritized savings because money represents freedom. To me, it's incredibly important not to feel trapped by any job or project. I'm not saying you need to have total financial independence, but you want to have enough of a cushion that you're pretty sure your family would be fine for the amount of time it would take you to find something. I know that if you're living on the edge, this is going to be hard to pull off. But I also know that that's not the case for many people listening to this podcast. A financial cushion changes any decision-making process. Second, try to separate yourself from the sunk cost fallacy. In economics, a sunk cost is a cost that has already been incurred and cannot be recovered. Because it can't be recovered, you shouldn't take it into account in your decision-making process. If you've been paying a team to work on launching a new product, and it becomes clear that there is no market for this product, you'll never get the team member's salaries back for the time they've already spent on it. It's most rational to put these people on another project immediately. But it's very tempting to throw good money after bad, as the saying goes, convincing ourselves that because we've spent so much money on something, we should stick with it. We do the same thing with our time. The fact that you've spent three years at a company does not mean you should keep working there if you're unhappy with the direction the company is going or you're feeling unchallenged. Sometimes situations can be improved, and sometimes they can't. One way to remove the sunk cost issue, write a job description for what you do. If you saw your job advertised like this, would you apply? If so, great. If not, you've got some thinking to do. In my case, I work for myself, and I've done a wide variety of projects over the years. Freelance projects naturally change over faster than full-time jobs, but it can still be hard to extricate yourself. Here's what's become my go-to question over the years. Would I pay even a token amount of money to get this off my plate? If so, then why am I spending my time on it? For commitments that involve other people, I think it's important not to leave people in the lurch. This is the reason most people consider it wise to give two weeks' notice. If my kids sign up for a team sport, they can't quit in the middle of the season. If they've joined the school orchestra, they can't quit before the concert. But I have let my kids quit other activities with a few safeguards. For instance, when my oldest son wanted to quit an individual sport, I required a cooling off period. He had to go to three more classes to make sure it wasn't about one particular frustration or that he was having a bad day. I also don't allow quitting just to sit around playing video games. He had to choose something else active to do instead. But he met both those conditions. A month later, he still wanted to stop, and he'd identified another activity he was willing to do. So I decided this was fine. These rules might help you too. Don't quit in a rage. Don't quit in a way that leaves someone else in a lurch. And when possible think about your quitting in the context of some other positive thing that you will then have room for. But also know that you can walk away if you need to. We spend less time thinking about the endings of things than we do about the beginnings. But most things do end. If you've been leading a meeting every Tuesday morning, know that some Tuesday morning, however far it is in the future, that meeting won't happen. And at that point, or on some other Tuesday, you won't be leading the meeting. Earth will keep spinning on its axis. You can quit. That doesn't mean the thing wasn't worth doing. It means it's not worth it for you. Not right now. Sometimes you walking away opens up space in your life. And sometimes it opens up an opportunity for someone else who will be able to give this activity the attention it deserves. That's really a win-win situation. So what are you contemplating quitting? Picture yourself six months in the future. If you were still doing this thing, how would you feel? Sometimes that question can give you some real insight. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time.